balls, 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 in the sky, I've labeled it number dumb. Even calculated the circumference and mass of the 721. Hello, welcome to Skype call testing service. After the beep, please record a message. Afterwards, your message will be played you, back Skype. to you. Fuck you, right in the balls. Balls, ba 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 balls, balls. Fuck you, Skype in the balls. Fuck you, Skype in the balls. Yeah, your balls. Fuck you, right in the balls. Balls, ba 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 balls, balls. Fuck you, Skype in the balls. Fuck you, Skype in the balls. Yeah, your If you are able to hear your own voice, then you have configured Skype correctly. All systems go. Prepare for countdown. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? January 22nd, 2015, and my name is Matt. And BJ. What's up, BJ? Oh, not much. Did I meet the right one? All right, what's up? What's up, internet? What's <laughs> up? All right, cool. Uh, back here in the new studio on some new stuff, on that new, new shit. <laughs> Had a, a, a wonderful time uh, in Las Vegas at CES. Uh, snowmobile trip, all sorts of stuff to talk about. Uh, check this out live, thejamhole.com slash live. Uh, it's set up differently, so if it sounds whack, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah, hop in the chat there, thejamhole.com slash live and let us know, and I will, uh, I will adjust it. So, uh, first, last, last we spoke, it was like December, middle of December, yeah? When we talked to Duncan on the phone. That's right. Before and we were the like, what the fuck? You're going to be here tomorrow? Yeah. Not four and days? Then, and then he was. And then there was there was a <laughs> snowmobile trip. And so on, on the way there, like, I completely hit a bunch of deer in in the road. Like, they were... It, it was like that, that shooting gallery thing when the ducks go and you shoot them and then they go back the other way. Like, there was some facing Duck some hunt? way. No. At, at, like, the carnivals. They have little metal things, and they're, like, going this way, and then you shoot them, and they ding, and then they go back. You never saw that? Oh, my never, God. Never mind. They were, that, they were walking, like, crossing the street, like, a whole row of them, and it, it, it was kind of snowy out, not too bad, uh, and I just, like, inks, in, instinct, instinct kicked in, and uh, I, I thought back to my days of playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, and they always, like, you gotta go through the cop. Uh, checkpoint barriers that they set up, the roadblocks, and you always want to aim like they'll be parked hood to hood, right? Like deer nose to nose, right? You don't want to go where they're ass to ass because then you're just going to hit like a giant body and wreck your shit like a bunch. So face to face, <laughs> not ass to ass. And so I kind of like nudged the wheel just just ever so slightly because I was, I was driving and it was a little snowy out maybe. And I shot right through the gap of head to head, head to heads. 
I uh, didn't hit ass to ass or bodies or anything, but I, I knocked two heads, <laughs> one on each side of the car, the poor neon, no headlights, like a busted windshield, and it's snowing and just miserable. And so I like I look at my phone hoping that I have cell coverage, which I do. It's like right outside of Bonner's. Yay. And I also have Scooby. <laughs> Duncan's dog. Yeah, Duncan's dog. Yeah, um, I he that dog slept through like this whole ordeal. The only time he woke up, he woke up once and started barking is when the second cop pulled me over, and because like the door definitely didn't open after the deer hit it. There was like fur stuck in the handle and everything. Like it was a mess, and the window didn't roll down from before. Like the actuator snapped because it was like 10 degrees out. But they're fixing that right now. That's right. That's getting fixed right now. <laughs> but it wasn't at the time. And so like I get pulled over the first time. I, I call and Duncan comes back and everything and I start following him and I get pulled over and he stops, you know, so that we can we can see what's up. And, and this lady comes over, this this lady cop chick, and I'm like, I go to the other side. <laughs> Please don't shoot me. But the door and the window both like are are not functioning right now at all. So I'm like, and she she kind of sees the damage obviously, and probably the the fur and everything <laughs> sticking out of the car, like the side mirrors just hanging there. It, it, it was it was a sad state uh, of affairs. But so she looks it over and she's like, all right, you're okay. You know where are you going? This and that, license and registration and all that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just following this guy up here, hit some deer. <laughs> Everything's fine though. Just like, okay. And then on our way we go. And like maybe 15 miles, I get pulled over again. This time, like Duncan and Rachel, they did not stop. They kept going. And I come to find <laughs> out later, uh, they they had pretty good reason to not want to have the cop like come over there and, and, and check maybe, you know. Ah. Uh, I don't want to condone driving while drinking, but it's a long drive, you know. <laughs> do. No, you shouldn't do that ever, especially on a long drive where your friend hit deer in his car because <laughs> he was sober and you were. Yeah, that maybe should not. be so- sobering your shit up. Like I know. your friend hit something, you're supposed to be there and like responsible. Like beer cans under the car because <laughs> the cop like comes over there to talk to him. No, it it was all right. And so the second one, like he he pulled me over, and apparently as he was pulling me over, he heard over the radio that this car had already done been pulled over. And to not, you know, don't, they're fine, it's fine, everything's completely fine. Uh, but I guess you can't just, like, start pulling somebody over and then be like, oh, just kidding, never mind, like in Super Troopers or whatever. And he just pulls you over and so then, like, f- takes off again. That's false? They can't that, do that? That would have tripped me the fuck out. And actually, that was the time, like, he comes over and I'm like, other side, and then Scooby, like, wakes up and starts barking. I'm like, oh my god, dude gonna put this pit bull down i'm gonna get shot for some reason i don't know <laughs> i just hit like two deer oh duncan did mention too that uh when he came to get me the first time and to turn around there was a minivan stopped and the fool had already gotten out and begun to field dress the deer to like take it home i guess it was a clean kill <laughs> so i helped feed family well a headshot and you yeah and two, you head- two two Boom! Headshot! Boom! The best way to kill one is a headshot. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I did. It definitely was a. It was a good clean headshot. So, at least, at least they got fed. So I ended up. Then it just started dumping, and we're like, "All right, we will worry about the car later." Came here snowmobile, going to get our snowmobile on. So we go snowmobile and everything. Totally awesome place up there. It's called Romano's Roman Nose or something. Uh, And his dad came up with and. 
Yeah, it, it, it snowed the whole time, but it was great. And on the way back, like, he almost slid off into the ditch, uh, like a really steep ditch. Like, I heard his dad say, oh, fuck. And his dad, like, is he doesn't usually cuss. <laughs> but I saw him, like, kind of take his hands off the wheel and, like, start to maybe want to put it in reverse real quick. But then we just kind of slowed and, yeah, they, they had chains. It was It was amazing to watch. Because I'm not a mountain man, per se. Like, I'll snowmobile and I'll snowboard and do all that shit. But, like, if we get stuck, I don't know how to put chains on. I'm probably, if I have to and can't call AAA, like, I'll I'll change a spare if I need to. But I'm not, like, it's not very good at it. It's not my preference. If your phone, like, freezes, I could probably help you fix that better. <laughs> then I could change a tire or something. But so it was it was a sight to behold to watch these two mountain men get out and like instantly be like, boom, let's get the chains on the front so we can get out of here. And then or yeah, you put and then put them on the back uh, to get out and they put them on the front as we were going down the hill so we could actually steer a little bit because it, it was pretty icy. Like I was having a hard time standing up like you, your boots hit. The, the ice and you just want to fall like it, it was really slick like we almost we almost went down <laughs> the ditch but yeah it was cool no to good. watch them like do all that and then we were we were on our way so um ended up being stuck there until like tuesday i was supposed to be back s- that sunday but uh couldn't get a windshield and then the headlights didn't work so by the time it was fixed it was like three o'clock and there's no way i would have been able to make it back uh, with the headlights working, so I had to. This stay. is the sad story part that he just has to tell yeah, you. But, but really, he got to do there, more snowmobile. I got to snowmobile more, and then I also saw the new Hobbit movie, which was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, you saw the new Hobbit movie? I did. It, it was pretty good. Fuck you. I'll I'll go see it again. It was like a four hour ordeal. Ah, <laughs> uh, they always are. Yeah. And it was cool after having freed so many slaves in Shadows of Mordor oh, God. <laughs> to like see see the actual uh, the film. How that actually so, really went down? Uh, we never did get the clutch put in. Duncan came down and we started like looking at it and he got like really not frustrated, but really like we're this not going to have enough time. There's not enough time in our day. This. Yeah. And so and that's this. fine. Uh my mom actually found a gentleman on Craigslist who is very nice. Doing doing the the clutch on the neon and fixing the door right now. We got a hood ordered and some headlights and a fender and then it'll be almost good as new. The door still has a little dent in it and probably some fur hanging out still, but one thing at a time. Important thing is headlights. <laughs> got to get the headlights in. Um, it's a daylight only car. Yeah, so that was cool. And then, so yeah, that that happens. And then uh, I come back and find out that one of our friends had OD'd. Like I guess on purpose, accidentally on purpose. I, I don't know. You don't you don't like take a whole bunch of fentanyl and not know like what you're doing. And and I understand like it sucks sometimes. Life sucks, and you you just want to end it. And some people have more chutzpah than others in in ending it and yeah uh it's interesting what happens when when something like that happens and then you're like you're in a coma you're pretty much dead you're brain dead uh but you're plugged into a machine and everything and to watch like before we never had facebook or any of these things that everyone is on conversating so before these kinds of things would be left to you know in person like all right well i guess we got to 
either find fifty, hundred, billion, thousand dollars to keep him alive for the next three weeks and see if he maybe pulls out. Because sure, sometimes people do that. Uh, I feel like if you don't have the will to live, you're less likely to do that in that sort of situation. But of course, once you're brain dead, you're fucking brain dead. Um, so to, to like see all of that, that would usually be, be taking place behind the scenes and to kind of see, and not all of it, like it, it was respectful, but there was a little of it on Facebook that kind of made it into the, like the more public sphere. Uh, and it, it was kind of interesting to watch. Like, do we, do we do this? Do we wait? He wanted to go, but no, th- he should wait. And it, it was a weird thing to watch. So, uh, that, that was a while ago. So that he's, he's definitely gone, uh, by now. Hopefully enjoying something better than what this is, but yeah, it, it was a weird thing to to watch and and to see like everyone that came out of the woodwork. I guess you but, had an opinion on it. Yeah, everybody has an opinion on on things like that when it's time to happen. I I hope you all are completely aware that if any of that shit ever happens, I mean, like if I break a bone, if I have kidney stones, anything like that, just DNR. I I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not peeing rocks out of my dick. Okay, I've first of all, you do not have the do not resuscitate because you're still alive. No, I, you're still I'm breathing. Gonna, I'm gonna get it tattooed on on me so you know. DNR. Well, the, did we get that? I okay, got that. I'll get a DUFW or a, DN, a DNFW, which is the do not fuck with, and then after that we'll have the DNR, which is the the do not do not really really fuck with. No, I, I I watched Deadwood, and that really changed my eagerness to pee out rocks. I get, like, medical, our modern medical, I don't give a shit. Like, you're still, there's a rock in there that needs to make its way out of your pee hole. Uh-uh. That's, no. That's not happening. So far, so good. I mean, I'm I'm almost 35, I think. Yeah, 35. So that's that's good. Congratulations. I haven't yet so far. <laughs> uh, what the fuck have you been doing in that section? Then we'll we'll kind of talk about CES. Is there anything you wanted to you wanted to mention? In that section? No, really. No. I've just been doing nothing. Just hanging out. Deal. I've been stressing behind the scenes. Dealing cards, keeping everything together. Um, went to Bartender's New Year down in Missoula. Nice. Nice. How was that? Good. Uh, kind of bounced a dude out. It was kind of Kind of cool. Were you working? No, I went there to the poker room. And ah. Brad bought me in, just had me come down there and chill. And this guy was just really loud and obnoxious. And Chief, who, who yes, he is he is Native American, sure. was up in the front, like, you know, bouncing out most of the bar. <laughs> and Was this, it like closing time? Or yeah, was so it there was, yeah, the poker ruckus. room has a door back there that you can come through and go out of. It's the back door. Right. But <laughs> the back they, door. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this, they weren't going. They were, you know, yeah, well, we're, you know, trying to talk to people. It's like, nope, you got to get out. got to get out. And Brad, he's like this timid little, yeah, you got to go. You got to leave. Uh, excuse me, sir. Um, it's sir, time can, to go. Um, can you, you put guys- your drink over there? And <laughs> I'm like, okay. Get the it's fuck so, out, bitches! It is past two o'clock. <laughs> this is bartender's New Year. Most of us here have worked in bars. You should know to get your ass out and get yeah, out that's now, true, right? Like that crowd, especially. It, that's yeah, like it's people exclusive. That work at it, yeah, it was an exclusive. You had to have a a ticket. You know, yeah. it's like, are you fucking serious? These are people that do this for a living. Why the fuck are you tormenting someone else 
when you get so pissed off when it's New Year's. Woo! Yeah, and how'd you feel when you had to do that on New Year's? Yeah. Me? Wait, no. Oh, yeah, no. Sad the ones that are the New biggest Year's. dicks, yeah, I hope yeah. they find out who did that, come into their bar a couple of busy nights and just fucking be a pain in their ass right at the end of the night. Well, Even sure, if they I'm don't sure. drink, just go in there and just, ah. People that work at restaurants will do that too. <laughs> like if you go in and see a place is closing, but they're still serving, like you're supposed to just keep serving, but that fucking sucks and you know how bad that sucks. So you, you will find a different place generally. I would imagine that that situation would be the same, except for once you get alcohol introduced into that mix, then it's fucking spring break, bro. <laughs> but it's past that. You aren't, the, like, it's been cut off. You were supposed to be out of the bar five minutes ago. Yeah. Like, you're in here now past the time that you know could get all of us fucked because you could get, you know, anyone in here. We all have the same licenses. Yep. I should mention, uh, Sword and Scale started up again, their new season. It's Mike Boudet from uh, Am I Bugging You, our homie that, if you remember a long yes. time ago, since the Big Purple Dong, uh, still appreciate that. But yeah, uh, if you listen to the new episode of season two, episode 33, you'll notice that a uh, song off the Polici Chronicles is on there. So that's pretty cool. Sounds pretty neat hearing that on like another show, especially one that's actually popular. So. Word to that, uh, Sword and Scale, definitely check it out. New season so far, fucking great. He, I don't know how, like, I don't know how he does that. I, I spend quite a bit of time producing shows, and none of them come out near this this good. Like, really, really good job on it. Sight looks good, everything looks good. So, swordandscale.com, definitely uh, check out our homie Mike's show. It's true crime, you know. You know how people feel about true crime, especially now. I might have to start watching that. Especially nowadays. I have not seen that yet. <laughs> so went to CES, so that was your first Vegas trip. And yes. I should mention, if you go to Google Plus or whatever, there's there's albums that you guys can see. There's like a bunch of pictures. Uh, Mom let us borrow this Canon EOS, this like nice, actual, like professional looking snapshot camera. It's like a big lens and all this. So I was kind of like running around with that thing. Like, oh man, so great. I took so many stupid pictures. Of oh that. yeah. And most of them you can find on our uh, Google Plus albums there. But. Yeah, I was totally okay with the ones on the Google Plus. There's a couple that you put out there on the uh, making snow video thingy. That... Oh, I, I Google or, picked those. I had uh, no part in that. The trailer? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, there's a trailer for this film called uh, Snow. The trailer is called The Making no, like, of just, Snow. No, just like, just like... The video is all video. It's not pictures. The pictures are in the trailer, which is what Google picked. You're probably talking about that one. Or is it off of like, Bob? Ah! <laughs> no, so, not that one. Go yeah, ahead. Bob may have posted pictures. That's what you get for taking nudie pictures with. There the, uh, the were EOS. not those. <laughs> so like glamour shot titties, but no, that that camera takes some amazing pictures though. I'm I'm really glad uh, that that we have it. But yeah, so like the the we get there, we get on the plane, and the plane's late, and then the plane has to go to Great Falls, which is like literally a twenty minute plane flight to get more fuel and take off on a longer stretch of runway, I guess. Which is weird that Great Falls has a longer runway than uh, than Glacier Airport, but well, because okay, ours whatever. was all frozen, right? Also, which you, they said you need more length in your runway if it's cold. Because it shrinks, it gets stage fright. It's like, again, <clears throat> need more fuel for that fire, buddy. So <laughs> we sit on the fucking plane for like, 
it had to be like an hour and a half, two hours, just sitting there waiting, watching the snow just continually fall. And at the end of this storm, they there was like a good foot, almost two feet. Like it made the studio kind of start leaking, which is why we're in here. Uh, but yeah, they, they're de-icing and plowing and all this shit. And we finally take off and like for 20 minutes and then we land again in Great Falls. And then of course we got to sit there and wait for more time. But lucky for us, the always famous, always lovely Wayne Newton was on the plane, which is amazing. I've seen that guy like 10 times here. I used to go out to eat at Buns on the Lake. You guys, you guys know what that place is. He would be in there like every other time I was in there. It seemed like just enjoying his meal. You know, playing well, he obviously likes to eat there. Hanging out. Well, yeah. It, it's just a weird occurrence that, like, he is the one that I keep running into here. Like, just randomly like that. But, uh, yeah, so we, we finally get there, take off, and land in Vegas, uh, like, four hours later than we should have. Which was awesome, because then I couldn't get the badge there, so we had to make a special trip for that. And got to the hotel at, like, four in the morning, uh, which was fun. But And not- I finally slept! Yeah, drug you through the airport, just killing it. You travel. I I thought, <laughs> I thought we might have some problems with you traveling. You've traveled well to like uh, festivals, fair and everything, but traveling on planes is a little different. A little, 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 little different. But you did well. You did really well. So thank you for not making me want to leave you there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. That's all right. You did good. You did much better than other people that have gone on trips <laughs> to Las Vegas. <laughs> no, you held up really well. Um, well, you want to have extra space, but you you never want to go a place fully packed. No. Because... I go half-cocked. <laughs> like a quarter-packed. Because you never know what you're going to return with. Maybe there was a palm tree that you liked so much in your fucking hotel room. Maybe That you ditched the rest of your clothes because you have plenty more at home and fucking packed the palm tree. Maybe I brought a giant stingray back with me. You don't know. (laughs) They had all of that cool stuff at all of these gift shops that you would exit through after going on whatever it is that you I brought a lot of pennies back. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was fine, though, because pennies, they're small. They they pack easy. Uh, I tried to bring a rock star back, left it in my bag. They weren't having it. No. He was Not on that shit. He's like, hold up. Is there some liquid in this bag? Whose motherfucking bag is this? Is that more than four fluid ounces? What the fuck? <laughs> you like, can have it if you want to go back out there yeah, and yeah, drink I that. I would love to go back to the back of your giant line here, sir, and, and for this. I'll, I'll pay eight bucks for the one through here, thanks. So he hands it to him. Not only does he hands it to him and tells him you need to throw it in the trash can. Doesn't throw it away for him. No, that that killed me. That was fucked. you. It's like being like, yeah, here, here's your heroin. Go ahead and just flush it down that toilet now. Like, no, don't make me do that. <laughs> you do it, you dick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we finally got there and got checked in and shit. And the, the next day, like, we're just walking down the street, taking some pictures, just fucking around, you know, letting BJ see parts of the strip and everything. I've never been to Vegas. Yeah, so it was cool, just, like, wandering around sightseeing and everything. Um and we see this, like, weird car just kind of stopped at this light. And I'm like, oh, cool, taking pictures and whatever. Uh, didn't think anything of it, really. And, you know, we finished our little tour and made it back to the hotel. And I started looking through all the pictures, and I, I come to this picture, and I'm like, huh, Pocket Man. 
It's like, I wonder what that is. It's a cool looking car. It's the, this Polaris slingshot that I come to find out. And so I look on the website and it's like, hey, this guy's in, in Las Vegas for CES. If you want to ride in the car, contact him. I'm like, no fucking way, really? So I like send an email to this guy and it ends up being like the guy from Scotty Vest, which makes like all these cool uh, tech vests and sweatshirts and hoodies and shit that have pockets, like all these pockets for all your shit. And uh, I guess the Pocket Man thing is, like, this rebranding he's trying to do. So I emailed him, and I'm like, hey, I want to drive this thing or ride in it or whatever. And he emails me back, and he's like, why Why should I let you? Like, why? Why? Why you? You know? And I wrote His him answer. Back, oh, oh, my God. Yeah, totally. I'm like, because I'm awesome, and I have a Polaris snowmobile that's awesome, and, like, I think this would be really cool. And, like, the next day, he's like, all right, here's where I'll be. <laughs> like, come, come meet me. And so I'm like, Ant, dude, Ant, because Ant's with me. We're covering stuff there and everything. I'm like, dude, that guy totally wrote me back. And he's like, come find me. He's over here doing this, this like tech crunch thing. And so he's like, all right, let's, let's go. And we start like kind of going there and we, we found him. And then he ended up having to go to this other thing real quick before we could leave. So he's like running and shit. And he kind of looks back at me. And at this time we had lost Ant. By the because they have crossing guards that only let so many people go through. Otherwise, it's just there's so many people in that area. Like cars would not be able to go if there were not crossing guards. So I'm like trying to follow this guy running with my bag and everything, and ants behind. And he goes and right as the crossing guard is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no more. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not stopping. I totally like went through, and they totally stopped ant, which is. Really impressive if you know Ant because he's a big yeah, dude. That that's this, impressive the, that they like didn't pull you back and, yeah, no, and then him the fly by you. Was in back of me and somehow they like got him to stop. But I made it right through and so I just followed. You were him. on a mission. Yeah, no, I was. For that's sure. exactly. I was like, why. I want to drive this thing or or you know at least ride in it. Like that'd be badass. This must happen. This is happening for sure. I will find Ant later. It's okay. Like, yeah, He'll he, be here. He totally turned around. He's like, you don't have to follow me to this. Like, we can meet up after. I'm like, ah, I, I'm cool. Go go for it. <laughs> He's like, well, if you want to take pictures or whatever while I'm doing it, like, I could use some some pictures of this. And I was like, yeah, cool. I can do that. No problem. And so we, we get to this thing, and he does this, like, half hour. It's kind of like Shark Tank. It was for TechCrunch startups. They do, like, this startup battlefield kind of thing. Kind of like in the show Silicon Valley, but, like, serious. <laughs> so he was one of the judges on there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just kind of sat there for, like, half hour waiting for this and, like, taking pictures and just kind of watching this this startup thing happen. And Ant's like, man, I got stopped at the crosswalk. He's on. He's texting me. He's like, you just go, go do your thing, and I'll finish covering whatever, and we'll meet up later. And I was like, all right. Was that when you guys covered the HTC thing out there with those weird little cameras? Uh, no, that was the next day. But, yeah, that was part of we had to go back to that every day and, like, take pictures and, and do all that fun Cause stuff. Because I remember we got there, and you guys were taking pictures, and... And there was uh, Elvis. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't make it to that point. Oh, okay. Uh, Ant came back. We all met up later. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. We were taking pictures. And I turned around, and you was just gone. You were nowhere to be found. <laughs> Completely disappeared. I'm like, yep. <laughs> That's good, though. You had some wandering to do. You had some stores to go pillage. I did. I did good. So... This thing finishes, and I follow him out to the parking lot or whatever, and he's like, so, do you want to drive it? I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, go for it. I got a bunch of stuff on my phone to do, so just, uh, we got an hour to kill. Go, just go drive us around somewhere. Somewhere where the car will get seen. 
like a like kind of a PR thing, right? So I'm like, all right. And I look in it, and it's it's like I mean, there's there's a ton of pictures uh, online of it. If you want to look it up, it's called Polaris Slingshot. But it's like one wheel in the back, two in the front, and it's totally open, totally like not a winter weather vehicle or anything. No heaters, no like nothing like that. Just a little fucking bike. It's classified as a motorcycle uh, in some states, and so it's five speed clutch and everything and like i see that and i get really nervous because like my car's been wrecked i haven't really driven a clutch in a minute i mean i've driven tons before but it's like it's one of these and it's this guy like this the ceo of this company and shit i'm like i'm gonna fucking stall this thing like a jackass or something and totally embarrass myself uh, <laughs> but no i once i got over that like hopped in and just started driving it and it it just was like second nature this car was uh, this bike this car bike thing he had a little trouble when he came back driving yeah a little bit and then there was like a a recall on on some of like the wheel bearings that affect the steering i guess you're you were like not supposed to be driving them anymore they're they're replacing all of this but yeah i didn't know that till after where it's like they had released the the recall right uh after i got back and I was reading about it, doing some research for my article. I'm like, oh, shit. They're like, this could cause the steering to malfunction at any time. <laughs> I'm like, he ends up letting me, you know, driving around a little bit after we a couple of days of, you know, taking him to places and showing him that I'm a good driver. He, he like, told me, he's like, you know, you, you're one of the a better drivers. A couple days I've after I was stealing my boyfriend. Yeah. That's well, I was going to be working anyway, and you fucking knew that. So. And no, no, no. I'm bringing up the that. stealing my boyfriend thing because... He was so awesome as to get out of the car and be like, "Hun, I'm really sorry that I took up all your time with him." Yeah, it was a little more time than I would have probably put in, like just covering CES. It definitely was. But. I think he made up for it by letting us take the car for a few hours. It I was mean, just we, the way I like, we had to run some <laughs> errands. Sure, <laughs> had to find a Best Buy. That's fine. Ended up having to eat at an Olive Garden, which was cool to have that thing parked there, but it sucked to have to go to an Olive Garden, but it, it was all right. I don't know. The Olive Garden experience was pretty great. Our, yeah, the waiter We had was a fr- phenomenal waiter. And there was this other waiter that had, like, this massive, like, handlebar <laughs> mustache, and uh, he gave a nod. I was wearing the Cunnilingus shirt, that the hip-hop group, and uh, he gave a nod to the shirt, and I was like, aha, I have download cards of the Polici Cathonic Chronicles. I was like, here you go, homie, check this out. Some hip-hop... Uh, that I made from Montana and then off into the slingshot like we're just famous rappers and it was pretty badass <laughs> and then he uh, handed yeah. the second one that Matt had handed to the whichever guy was right behind us he's like you like my kind of shit so you're gonna totally like this and like you've gotta have it like yeah that's how that shit spreads that was awesome <laughs> it was so neat and god our waiter I just I don't know it's yeah, been a long really time since I've had a a waiter that I haven't wanted to hit. So Yeah, that actually like gave a shit and was like he was really good like, at it. Like our sodas weren't quite empty by any means, like, you know, nah, he they was were, on it and wasn't and dead and, or anything. Like it was pretty busy, but he was he was on it. So I was the impressed. thing that got me was like instead of just being like, you know, do you need any you know, they look kinda low, do you need anything? He's like, Well, I'm not sure sh- they look like they might you guys might need refills, but are you fine? Or are they just really dead? Because it was dead. We're going to get you new anyways. We'll Never mind. New We're just getting new ones. Like, he was getting new ones. You just yeah. shut up. You're getting a new soda. It, it was good. It, it was definitely cool. 
Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the next day we, we, ke- we kept seeing this sign that let you do like three exhibits for like 60 bucks or something. So we, we went and did the, the shark reef aquarium, which was badass. And you oh, can yeah. see, I put, uh, creatures, caged creatures of the sea. There's a video in the album for the shark reef aquarium, uh, that auto awesomed me and Google working together, auto awesoming, uh, all this video stuff. Uh, that's kind of cool. And there's a bunch of pictures in there of like awesome glowy jellyfish and everything. Those are awesome photos. And then we, uh, we did the circus circus adventure dome theme park. And, uh, we did the New York, New York where we, we bought a day pass for that. So we could ride and I noticed, and we, we had we a very about, high penis status. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit that, you know, having these wristbands, there's a certain level of VIP penis that goes along with it. And it, it lets you. You have these wristbands, you can just keep riding, and there's this, like, special uh, path for people that, you know, display such high VIP-ness in their, their stature and their gait, and that that was pretty much us. So that was badass. And then, uh... Except for your little all- itch and twitch with the, the water cooler. I mean, you were having a little bit of a problem. Yeah, it's hard to see a water cooler look so dirty and just not want to, like, tell them to clean it or, like, <laughs> offer them to clean it myself. Or, But that that's fine. I do want to talk about we, we rode enough of the same roller coasters to where we started to experience a tolerance. Which is weird because like drugs is the only other thing that and I guess cigarettes. Like if you smoke if you smoke for a while, you don't get that buzz anymore because you have a tolerance. Alcohol, whatever, but, it'll happen with alcohol too. Yeah, yeah, a- anything like that uh, in your brain that's exciting you, you know, giving you that that excite pleasure sensor spot, just like kicking the fucking balls. It's gonna over time. You're gonna have to kick it in the balls harder. Uh, and we, it was weird because I've never really experienced that uh, going to like bigger theme parks where there's a bunch of roller coasters and they're all different and all that. And usually there's lines long, so you, you don't have time to ride them enough to where you get this tolerance built up. But like we started riding this one, it was like the El Loco, and then they had like some canyon river, some shit. And one of them had like this nice 90 degree drop. And the first few times it was like, oh fuck, wee. <laughs> like, <laughs> But the more we rode them, the more, like, this tolerance built up. Yeah, you were just, like, ready, I set, and five, four, three, two. Yeah, like, Woo! Not... You knew exactly at this way. <laughs> yeah, it's just not as fun. I mean, it was still fun, but it just, it wasn't, like, giving me that buzz anymore, that high, that rush. So I was well, like, this right. is, like, the 13th time that I've got to ride this ride. Yeah, there, there, were, there were, like, two. I mean, we rode a bunch of other shit, but, like, there were two we kept, like, wanting to ride and they were the two coasters no but, I'm, t- I'm talking about the little fuckheady kid what what the little kid every time on the fucking the new york new york like so oh, yeah. loud there's this like i have ridden this one like i have 12 my friend i've ridden this one 12 times this will be our 13th time how many times have you ridden it and like i wanted so bad to just tell him that like the only reason he's doing that is because his dad's he got to do it to... for free too yeah right he... yeah yeah because his dad's just banging hooker in the fucking hotel room and he's like get the fuck out of here harrison like go ride the goddamn roller coaster like don't come back until you see daddy's tie is not on the fucking front door you know he kept checking his just, phone, so yeah, probably right? like, really what hey, dad, dad meant was... I've ridden it 18 times. Can I come back now? <laughs> I'll text yet, you know. when you Did can come you? back. Did I text you? No. But there there was a gentleman there uh, that was one of the... Not security guards, but I guess just like one of the workers there. And he was pretty entertaining. He 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 knew they about the work. chem dog. She was rocking the chem dog hoodie. He knew all about the chem dog. He didn't think we did. He's like... Sh- what, what, what do you do know you, about that? What do you crackheads know about the chem dog? It's like, dude, 
We're from Montana. We invented the chem dog. What you know about the chem dog? We've had medical since '04. Been growing mad chem dogs since at least '99. I mean, instead of telling us what he knows, what he decided oh, yeah, was, no, I I'm moving my whole family on up to Montana, and I'm you know all medical cause. My Grammy, my great Grammy, my sisters, so my good. uncles. Like he, he's like, they all gonna have a reason. They're gonna get one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cards for everybody and then like his little buddy kept coming by it was like messing with the radio like calling his black up and everything it, it, it was a good time it was very entertaining while while we were waiting for the front seat of the coaster because after a while i don't know if you guys know this or not but uh sitting in the front seat is like shooting up drugs and sometimes like after after you're riding in the middle let's say you're snorting drugs or smoking or whatever oh god after a while you just got to sit in the front and like there you see this because there will be empty spaces in the middle and the back and there will be a line for the front people are like nah man i can't even fuck with that middle back shit I got a tall. Some people like the back and some people like the front. Like a lot of, they just don't mm, like the be in the middle. There was always a line in the front. That always, there was. Which is kind of, it shows that like that's where, that's where the addiction is really so strong. Got to sit in the front. <laughs> uh, also learned that it takes about 180 credits to beat Ghost Recon uh, at the arcade. So. I, I'm pretty sure I put like 20 or 40 bucks on that card to get the many credits, and that's all I played. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, and you, then, you did two $20 cards, so that took 20 bucks. Yeah, okay. So I don't feel too bad. It's still cheaper than buying it, I guess. And it had the gun and shit. Like, I, yeah, I fucked that shit up. You did. Took a bunch of credits, but I fucked that shit up. I played a lot of skee-ball. I felt like, too, it was funny because I, I felt like I'd really, like, given my all at a level. And finally, it's, like, level, like, you beat it and everything. And, like, kind of step back and take a breath and, like, look around to watch all of these people watching me just be a fucking badass at this game. And there's nobody there watching. Every time I looked around, it was just me. I'm like, oh, all right, well, <laughs> next level. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was fun though. It was nice to like just not not have to work and cover shit or drive uh, somebody around and and do that stuff. It, it was nice to just just shoot do a what bunch you're of doing and just yeah, you know. Sometimes you just want to shoot a bunch of terrorists, unwind, blow off a little steam, maybe play a little doodle jump, ride the coaster a couple more times. Ah, <laughs> uh, threw some balls. I played a lot of ski ball. Uh, got back, got fired from work, so that's pretty sweet. I was gonna put in my two weeks uh, as soon as I heard for sure if I got this other job or not, but that 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 didn't happen. Uh, I do want to talk about some awesome shit I've spent money on since I've been unemployed. First of all, and this this was before I knew I was unemployed, so I can kind of you can kind of give this one to me. But I am now a, an ordained minister of the church, flying spaghetti monster. So just just so you all know that. We're one step closer to Jamhole Church becoming a reality. <laughs> I should be receiving my uh, my certificate of authenticity and goodwill standing in the eyes of the church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. So that's badass. Uh, the other thing, and this is interesting, uh, it's an an oatmeal Kickstarter. You guys know oatmeal. We got we got our roommate Bob the Bobcats shirt because yeah. his name is Bob. Yeah. The guy that does those comics, uh, they started a Kickstarter for this card game. It's like, what's that? We what's need that? a Kickstarter. I know. We need a card game. 
<laughs> we need someone that can draw cards. No, what's that? Uh, draw cards. What's what that really popular card game that people play? It's like something about humanity. Cards against humanity. Is that something? I don't know. It's uh, a card game where like each card is something different and you like kick or stab or whatever. So there's a bunch of games in this genre and the Oh, oatmeal, those there's so you know many, what I'm talking about? there's so many different games like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, I think yeah, Cards yeah. Against Humanity is the popular like, one that I always Right think now, of. Magic was Magic was the start yeah, of all this. Yeah, those are kind of different though. But but, but same idea. It's the yeah, same yeah. concept so it's where it started. The Oatmeal did a Kickstarter for the game called Exploding Kittens. And I will tell you, uh, see? <laughs> Look at that! Did you see that? Did you see that reaction? Exploding kittens. No. See? that? It's that visceral reaction that made... They reached their goal, $10,000, okay? $10,000 for this card game. And the, uh, I'm, not, I'm not talking shit. This is awesome. Matthew Einman's a fucking badass. Uh, this is actually the first Kickstarter I've ever s- spent money on. Like, I I got the NSFW Exploding Kittens deck. Uh, in July, we should be able to start playing. But, so, $10,000. Eight minutes. Kickstarter's up. Tick, tock, tick, tock, right? Eight minutes later, there's our whole goal. We still have 30 days left. Uh, in seven hours, $1 million. Right? A million dollars! A million dollars in seven hours! That blows my fucking mind. It's the internet. People like things that explode. Explode? Why? Right? People and already cats. know his name. And, well, yeah, and he's really super popular because his comics are fucking awesome. So I guess talent would be the first thing you need when trying to do a Kickstarter. Uh, but a really cool idea. And I, I was looking at the different decks and everything, and, like, it, it's fucking, it's pretty badass. Is that where the idea guy comes in and it actually works? Yeah. Somebody sat around, took a bunch of fucking LSD one night, started just spitting out mad fucking ideas, and they actually didn't have just a bunch of idea guys. They had some some, some make-it-happen people. And uh, what happens if you end up around some make-it-happen people because, oh, of, being, oh, because of being around them? Watch out. Another guy. Another has idea, an idea guy. guy. <laughs> That's right. You know? If you're the idea guy's idea guy, you're going to need to make it happen, people. <laughs> some make it happen, people. You guys might stress to make it happen, people out. Throw an idea off each other when you get going. A million dollars. <laughs> Just, like, think about that. A million dollars. Well, it's showing right in the picture. The head's, the cat's head is right exploding now, off. There's 76,233 backers. This is right now. Almost $3 million. With still 28, 28 days, days to go. Completely insane. As far as, like, Kickstarters that have been... I mean, the Ouya did really well, which is kind of poop now. But, like, it was one of those... There, there's been a bunch that were just, like, crazy explosive. The Oculus Rift was one. The Avangant Glyph, they did a good one. But not meeting your goal in minutes? Like, fucking minutes, dude? That's, like that's you insane. got it done, you went to go get a soda out of the yeah, kitchen and came back. Came and was back. Like, oh, is that is our holy check shit? Here our goals, man. Oh, we still have to wait twenty eight days. Okay, that's cool. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm excited to get my uh, exploding kittens deck plus my not safe for work exploding kittens deck for people ages thirty and over because that's me. You won't be able to play that one for a bit. Because you're not 30 or over. But we'll have the kid deck that we can all 
we can all play or that you can play with us. Um, I'm going to give you, if you look on those photos through that whole thing, there's a big fuck you photo. There's one for him. <laughs> that was for him too, actually. Thanks. <laughs> look at this. I, I need to, can, can we screen share? Will this, I, I need you all to see. Are you seeing this? <laughs> okay. So boom, right? So much monies. And then, yeah. Here's how it works. You put the cards on the table and take turns drawing them. If you draw a kitten card, you explode. If you explode, you die and you're out of the game, which is a bad thing. Unless you play a defuse card, which can defuse the kitten using things like laser pointers and catnip sandwiches. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) That's so brilliant. It's cats and people love cats. They do. People love cats. Also, taco cat. Rainbow Ralphing Cat, Overweight Bikini Cat, and Hairy Potato Cat. Oh, I, I, this is... Which we can do because we reached one goal already. Times. Yeah. So, I almost dropped a hundred bucks on the the collector's one, but I thought being unemployed I should maybe be a little more frugal uh, than that. But, yeah. I love the oatmeal, and I love that they just completely destroyed Kickstarter with all of this with that a card game about exploding kittens. If that's not the the Washington Redskins fuck you team from South Park doing a Kickstarter, like I don't know what is that. That's pretty brilliant. So, I'm. Are you excited to play? I'm. I'm kind of excited to play. I don't know if I am or not. Really? I I got into the magic, and yeah, I did that when I was way younger. Right, but I'm one of those people that like. I feel like it's different. This seems like more of a drinking game, kind of, than magic is like... No? You don't think so? No! Exploding kittens! Come on! It's... You're a fucking wizard exploding other shit. It's the same concept. But you have to deal with mana and all that. This is literally like Russian roulette, where you just draw a card, and if it's a kitten, you explode. Like, that's... Unless you you play this card. Is that not what happens? Yeah, that's what happens. Okay, so your Pokemon, your Yagyu, whatever. All that. Yeah. Oh, so, can I tell you, when we got back from this magical, awesome trip, uh, there there was a bunch of snow. Like, it, it dumped. Probably missed oh, some yeah. of the best snowboarding uh, of the season, all season, in that, that Well, if there. they could have got out of the driveway, season. because right. why we were gone, they Except couldn't get out of the that, driveway yeah, anyway, so. You, you couldn't because of how much snow was there. And so we come back, and the there's a bunch of snow on the studio, and I'm in there the next day after this. Uh, we had a little party, a little welcome back Cotter party, and uh, we filmed snow and the making of snow, and there's a bunch of pictures also in an album. I'll put links to all of this bullshit to jamhole.com, the show notes, okay? Uh, so I'm in the studio, happy to be home, just typing up a storm, uh, getting some articles written. And I'm jamming infected mushroom because uh, April 23rd in Seattle is an infected mushroom animatronic show that we're all going to. If you want to go to that, you should definitely go to that. It's in Seattle. It's April 23rd. That barely There's slid still under tickets. The radar. Anyway, <laughs> I'm listening to it and I hear this like sound like water kind of dripping. I think it's just the music because, you know, they have that in music sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and it goes to the next track and I still hear it. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that? And I turn around, and there's, like, literally water, 
like spraying out of the walls, <laughs> like in this all bubbled up spot, and I just like freak the fuck out. Like there's electronics, there's technology, there's there's everything, posters, and just sh- it, it was a terrible, terrible time for that to happen. It was and, a uh, fucking horrible time for that to happen. BJ by the comes way. out and just like slaps yeah. me almost and starts like disconnecting shit and keeping it all nice and organized and she fucking handled that shit like a boss. I was kind of running around screaming. <laughs> so, I appreciate you. And that's why my shit doesn't get taken care of because that's what happened. That's right. Every time. Cuz you're taking care of my shit and every Somebody other every else. other buddy else's shit. Yeah. So now your shit's gonna get taken yeah! care of because now now we're in here. Would you like to hear the conclusion? Yeah, Pri- I need to prioritize my web into what needs to be taken care of. What is most important and needs mm. to be taken care of first. A shrink tell you that? So you went you went and saw a uh, the rapist a therapist because <laughs> yes. you you had yes. a little breakdown. Sometimes, ah, fucking huge breakdown. Sometimes when Swim does research, breakdowns happen. <laughs> and when breakdowns Dude. happen, you just do the best you can to get through it for the time being until you can actually get some professional help <laughs> from people that aren't me and my homie Bob. Sometimes we can't help. Uh, and It's not just that. Though. There's so much. Well, that, right. And it's been being blocked off with shit like this. Like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna explode. And I hear Matt, ah, my studio's falling apart! Okay, well, <laughs> well, I guess you're not falling apart anymore. Okay, Matt, come on, let's get this shit together. <laughs> and that's why I don't deal with my problems. <laughs> and what problems are they? Do, do you want to talk about those problems, or do, do you not We will to... talk about those as I go through them on my web. Okay, And no, we experience... Cool. Do you need a website set up so that you can blog post for everyone to read? Oh, and... fuck no. no okay. <laughs> That's good. I am glad that you're getting you're getting some sort of help, especially uh, if I'm going to have to leave. Actually, I should mention, if anybody's going to South by Southwest, I've never been to this one, but, like, Dilated Peoples is going to be there, and Greaves is going to be there, like, people we've seen in, in shows up here. There were a couple uh, others. A big, yeah, I can't... Hopskin? Hop, Hopson, Hopskin. <laughs> yeah, Hopson will be there. You can ask him why he thought it was a good idea to retire uh, falsely and then come out and be like, ah, I'm not really retiring. Here's a new album. Like, that's the dumbest way. I'm sorry. That is the dumbest way to build hype ever. Like, oh, well, guys, hip hop's not fun anymore, so I'm going to retire. say it wasn't fun. No, he kind of did. If you read the post that he made on Facebook, and th- I didn't even want to get into this. If you read <laughs> that shit, it is pretty much like this rap game isn't for me anymore. It's a bunch of cutthroat bullshit, which I totally agree it is. That's why you got to do it independently. Uh, and I just, I'm going to do other things. Maybe he intended to uh-huh. and then was like, know. "That's bullshit. I can't do he it. Gotta go back. Had a Jay-Z's motherfucking playbook and every other fucking bullshit rapper that's ever retired in order to build hype for a new album and then come out of retirement like the second coming of fucking Christ. Like, oh, here it is. You niggas <laughs> thought I was retired, but I was making this album the whole time. Nah, I got you. Now pay me. Like, that's, no, fuck that. That's, it's shit. It's a shitty shit shit. And if I see him there, I will tell him that. Hobson, some bullshit. Okay. He'll probably punch me, and then I'll punch him back, and then <laughs> someone will shoot him. And that would be terrible. 
I hope cops are more tolerant in Austin than they are in other parts of, of the country. Even Ant, when we were hanging around in Las Vegas, I was like, I don't know how safe I feel standing next to you, Ant, because the way cops have been shooting black people is fucking terrible. And <laughs> Ant is a very large, sometimes angry black man, and he will tell you that. Sometimes shit gets angry. I, He had a moment with us. Yeah, you, I, sometimes. In, in the pub. I feel like we saved his life. Walking around with a couple of crackers, a couple of whitey white people. <laughs> Cops like, wait, hold on. Is he robbing them? Nope, they're okay? Okay. He's cool. <laughs> I'm totally that kidding. old jumping bean of a redhead white crackers <laughs> bouncing all over. It's, it's gotta be. Complete insanity. It, it's, it's fine. There's too it's, much insanity to deal with. Big black eye, crazy jumping bean. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. It's it's. I feel like South by Southwest, just from what I read every year, started out as like this cool, hip festival thing with music and technology. And I think like Twitter or Instagram, some one of those big companies launched there one year. And ever since then, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And just it's to the point now where it's very commercialized, uh, not like a, a grassroots kind of more independent thing, but like this huge almost like CES is for this technology like it's very commercialized and and, and all that and i feel like from what i've read I, like i said i've never been there this will be my first time if this trip happens but i feel like it's very commercialized and it's going to be just a giant clusterfuck of shit and stuff. and it's frozen <laughs> I it's know. frozen and we're froze that's fine is this still recording I'm sure it's still, still recording. All right, is this fine? This part's fine. As long going. as this is fine, I don't really give a fuck about this. this we can, can sit freeze. there and look at our you frozen stuff. You can sit and spin, you bitch-ass fucking <laughs> hangout on air. This Sorry about that for you guys, but... <coughs> and are we oh, going again? Yes. We're it's on... Okay. It's, it's fine. This is a problem of trying to run everything on an all-in-one. <laughs> Thejamel.com slash donate. Uh, send us money and I'll buy Sorry about the glitch. Shit. So, uh, this was kind of interesting, I thought. A gentleman in Mason City, Iowa, uh, got in a little trouble for having a gun, right? He traded uh, a dog, probably the family dog, uh, for this twenty two, this rifle, uh, that he intended to shoot his son with. So, I guess, like, you don't need the dog, because it was for your kid anyway. So, I'm going to trade you for the deuce deuce. That I'll then go uh, shoot my annoying child with. Do you tell that to the guy? Like, hey, uh, like you find this on Craigslist, and you're like, yeah, like, so what? Do you, what are you? What are you gonna do with the the gun? They're like, well, I'm gonna shoot my kid with it. Like, do you say that? I, I'm curious how they how I, they realize that. I don't know. Like, you sometimes people make smart remarks, but I like, feel like you could be like, no, I didn't actually say that. But but you had a gun. Like I wonder if he was like film saying it, because that's pretty, that's a pretty factual statement there. Like he was going to trade this gun or trade this dog for this gun in order to shoot his child. I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. It's Florida, so I mean I get it, but that that just seems uh, a little weird. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't like it. Speaking of weird, uh, McDonald's has made a video in a new awesome PR move showing everybody, like, exactly what, what? is in their fries that makes them so addictive. 
Uh, I'll, I'll put a link to this video, but here you can see uh, we start out with potatoes, and then they get turned into French fries. And you see here, Slices. right here is where the methamphetamine and the cocaine is added. That's not salt. Those are drugs. Uh, <laughs> and that's why everybody is so addicted to them. No? Is that your interpretation no, that of that is video? Salt? Is that salt? I'm pretty sure that's crack. It could be. Is revealed that there are 19 ingredients that go into these fries, from dextrose to soybean oil to crack. <laughs> they had Grant Imahara from MythBusters there, like making sure, like, are those real potatoes, Grant? They appear to be real. <laughs> this one smells like crack. That's weird. <laughs> Did were people wondering? Like, they're fries. I would be more curious. Like, what's in their meat? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's well, been f- done, but, but like fries is a weird thing, right? Like it's a fucking fry. It's potato and whatever salt. But no, butter. I get it. Like if I honestly, I would rather have McDonald's fries than but Wendy's burgers than a bowl of dicks. No, oh. like if I'm gonna go, like <laughs> if I'm gonna go eat fast food, bowl of dicks, <laughs> McDonald's, mm. <laughs> a bowl of dicks any day. But right, moving on. There's, I would rather have their fries than any other fast food fries. Yeah. They're really? Like, they're I, here I in town. Like, I, I like I, frugals. I, I, I'm i down uh, with frugals fries and also five guys. It's not really fast food. Frugals is. I'd rather have Sonic fries. I've never been to a fucking Sonic, <laughs> so I can't make a parison, comparison to that. Well, and I do fuck? like Hardee's fries. Yeah, Hardee's is kind of Sonic-ish. It's more Carl's Jr. E. It is Carl's Jr. It was kind of sold out to them, uh, and somehow, luckily enough, here in Montana, they still call them was, parties. Huh? I remember. Yes, I was working for them at the time. Nice. Yes. I no. would have totally hit all over on you if I saw you working there when I was ordering. I was food. single back then. Uh, this Swiss <laughs> company is in business. Not. I like... was also sixteen. <laughs> well. Not a, a Kickstarter or anything, but if you, let's say you're having a baby, right? Let's okay. say you just cannot, for the life of you, figure out a name for this fucking child. You oh, can God, take even... $32,000, the cost of one year of this child's wage, once he joins the workforce and figures out that life fucking sucks. Uh, for thirty-two grand, they promise that they will have a team of experts come up with a name that your baby will not share with anyone else in the world. Except I will start a company and for $10,000, all right, I will pick the name of the last baby that was picked from this company so that there is in fact someone else in the world with that name. See what I'm saying? A little competition, right? Yeah, it's not like they're giving it a copyright. How can they? Right, or are they? I'll start a company hmm, that will copyright that your child that's the only <laughs> name that i will copyright your child's name uh the company called Erlogswill, Erflogswill. maybe you should pay somebody to come up with a better name for your company your... <laughs> Erflogswill. what the fuck does that i don't want that name in my baby it's... whatever that is i don't want to name in my baby Erflogswill. Erflogswill. it's swiss probably uh, it's actually in the business of creating names for bands and brands, brands and products. Uh, and the director came up with the new idea for the service after he helped a friend name her child. It's like, you know what? I bet people would pay me a bunch of dumb money to do this. Fucking uh, A. Uh. 
That's and pretty... there's going to be those idiots out there that do. He's right. The name, they have some guidelines, you know, the name should be pronounceable, of course, and cannot have weird connotations, right? Like, dicks enormous or something, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they also take into account the family's cultural and historical background during the search. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty awesome, I guess. I don't, for $32,000, I feel like that should be, that company should be set up by the government as a test, and if you pay them to come up with a name, you get your balls cut off, and you can't have kids anymore. As like, right? Like a little, like a litmus test of sorts, being like, all right. If anyone, your child means that much, like you should be able to come up with. You should idea. put thirty-two grand in a fucking bank for his college or her college, not like spending it on coming up with a dumb name. That's what I'm saying. Like the government would be like, "Well, that's a red flag. No, no child for you now." <laughs> oh, God bless the government. So I don't get. I just um, that's a kid thing. I'll never understand it though. <laughs> Names. Paying for names? Could you start up a service like that for pets? I like, people name their pets some dumb shit. I bet you could. Oh, yeah. Like, and then, you know, tell them things about you and stuff like that to come up with something that's meaningful to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is kind of awesome. In Sweden, I guess, there was, like, this video that these uh, this company, it was, like, a public broadcast company. It was called SVT. They were uh, paid to make a one-minute animated video. Uh, it's supposed to be an educational video for children, right? Uh, uh, and this it featured dancing genitals. Uh, and it has actually become a hit, which is awesome. Uh, producers say many parents found it a great way to explain about private parts to children, although some called it a little inappropriate for the program to be aimed directly... <laughs> Right at the faces of children aged three to six. Yeah. Uh, the programming director, he said that the clip also drew unexpected, in quotes, unexpected criticism from some Swedes who uh, apparently said that portraying the penis, right, the, the penis with a mustache on it and a vagina that had long eyelashes, uh, it reinforced gender stereotypes. <laughs> so... The director said, it's not that deep, dude. <laughs> it's just a dancing dick. I mean, come on. <laughs> Trying to teach kids about private parts. Maybe if somebody would be parents and taught them about their own dicks and private parts, <laughs> we wouldn't have to make stupid one-minute videos that the internet then finds and sends to fucking Daniel Tosh and is like, oh, look, it's a dancing dick. <laughs> but I don't know. That's cool. Sweden is... Is is on on the up and ups. Well, that's how they're teaching their kids. Like they're like one minute clips of this. Yeah, this, is that better? Than and then not? they put them in front then, of the like, TV. Just not. I mean, would you rather have the Teletubbies like showing you how to use a dildo or something? I I don't know. I'm not a parent. It's not for me to decide. No. I know what what it is actually inappropriate is uh, happening here in Mill Creek. This gentleman. Uh, he got busted by the chick's dad. She was 14, but no, listen, she said, she said she was 19. So, sorry, but, uh, he got, uh, in, in trouble, uh, with, with, with the father, 
I guess. Uh, he he was accused of having a little sex on, on at least six occasions after kidding with her. So he did find out. It sounds like because he was kind of joking around. He's like, you know, this could this could really like land me in prison. <laughs> but you're 19, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. He said, "quote You should honestly consider being an escort." Hey, when you're when you're actually 18, you should really consider being an escort. Uh, he then arranged to meet the girl for the sex near her mother's home. Ooh, that's not a that's never a good idea. Uh, according to the papers, he picked her up at a closed elementary school. <laughs> that's fucking terrible. Very that's creepy. fucking pretty inappropriate, dude. That's red flag shit right Red there. flag <laughs> shit, for sure. Taking a kid Was out it from a- in a van? Did he use candy? Uh, he said, he's like, you're the only one I need, girl. You're all I need. Plus prison. Uh, uh, 13 months in custody if convicted, uh, which is probably nowhere near the amount of time somebody could get if they had some weed, probably, like, growing weed in a in a place. You get more than 13 months for that, but... The max he could get for that is four years. Yeah. The the detective noted investigators were able to identify Holstein by a genital piercing pictured in photos his daddy found on the girl's phone. Hey, honey, let me see your phone. (laughs) Oh, my God. What is that? Oops. Is that a dick? Uh, $50,000 bills. Distinguishing features. Right? That's, like, such a weird move, though. Like, I don't... I don't know. I guess, like, if, if she if she tricked him and was like, I'm, I'm 19, like, the second he obviously found out that she wasn't, like, making jokes about it, uh, probably not the, the right move. At that point, you're just gonna walk away. You gotta walk away, or she's gonna get bad. <laughs> <laughs> she, there a dog in there? I smell a dog. We were just watching those old videos the other day. The old, like, Snoop Dogg videos. I think Bob was wondering, like, how they did the animation back then without, like, all these crazy computers. When when Snoop morphs into the dog. <laughs> I don't know. I this, this don't video. know what you're talking about. There's a dog in there! <laughs> Hold up. I'm going to handle this. And he turns into a dog or some shit. All right. Uh, let's end with this. This is pretty fucking gross. Uh, this Australian mom, like, had a C-section, and she actually pulled the babies out of her stomach, just like a fucking boss, just... (laughs) 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 Like, chewing off umbilical cords and shit, just, I am animal. No, it wasn't like that, but she, uh, she did... Her name is Jerry Wolf. She was forced to make the decision to have a maternal-assisted cesarean after a complication developed at 36 weeks. Uh, she said, it was a very distressing decision I had to make. Uh, and she decided she decided that if, if I have to have a cesarean, it's going to be on my terms with my own bare hands. You just ask the doctor to just, like, just make a starting incision, and then I'm just going to go to town on it. And you just, like, slowly... That's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking gross. She's all, like, totally... Props to her, though. 
props yeah, to her. Yeah, no, for sure. Like you, you did that. <laughs> you fucking from to start to finish. You did those that. Those are her kids. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know what? When those kids grow up and start being little bitches and bastards to her, she's gonna be like, "I fucking took you out of my belly with my bare hands. I will put you back in." You see this internet clip right here? <laughs> yeah, that's me being a fucking beast mode on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if Twins, I could do this yo. back then, what do you think I can do now? Twins, yo. <laughs> she just reached in there and plucked wow. them, plucked them right out. <laughs> they look happy. Fucking insane. <laughs> what a beast. So, uh, oh yeah, this this was kind of cool. This webcam was just uh, I'll put a link to it so you can actually see it, but it it was Focus on, uh, it's called the Kalima Volcano. It was in Mexico. And it just happened to erupt uh, Wednesday morning. That was, like, yesterday? Yesterday morning. Uh, yeah. And, like, the video, it's, yeah. I mean, you can kind of oh, see wow. it there. But, I don't know. Let's see if I can screen share. Check this out. And, yeah, you can kind of see it there. But, yeah, there's a video there I'll throw a link to in the show notes at thejamble.com. Uh, it's there, cool. but it's very tiny. The governor of the state, Mario Moreno, went to Twitter, and he was like, yo, no considerable risk to the population. The wind's taking the ashes that way. So, hashtag, we out, chill. Peace. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I like it when, like, there's, there's cameras everywhere. Like, it, it's shitty because it's like, we're being watched like 1984 Big Brother shit, but it's badass when it catches things like volcanoes blowing tops off and like meteorites fucking smashing into shit, like that kind of stuff. And like crazy fucking Russian driving videos. <laughs> Russia does not give a fuck uh, when it comes to driving. Being a professional driver, I can say that maybe one, one day I, I can go there and like actually put my skills to the test. Fucking drive around the streets of Russia, like, shooting off an AK. <laughs> People, they do not give a fuck. How much vodka do you have to drink on the daily to not give a fuck as hard as Russia does not give a fuck? Well, I don't know that they drink anything else. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> There's no water here. It's weird. It's all been turned into vodka. Well, it's ridiculous. Yep. Well, anything else you want to mention? Anything about anything? About anything? About anything doing about well? anything. Are you doing well? I'm doing okay. Okay. I'm not. You should also see her part in the snow video jumping off the roof. Uh, like, yeah, I'm not okay lost. with that. No? They shut my shit down? Yeah. That well, is something I wanted to talk about earlier. shut some shit down, so I, I, turned, I turned the lights off. I thought we were shutting some shit down, and then all of a sudden she just jumps. I'm like, I'm not even the lighting guy. I'm waiting. Cause it's like no, he's fucking, the guy that's saying I have like, to get off the roof. Yeah, you should not be fucking around on the roof. You don't even know how to snowboard. You're thinking you're going to jump off the roof with a snowboard. It's not... He was going to put snowboard on. I was going off the roof with snowboard, yes. That was not... That was how... I was going off I the roof. To shut that shit down. There has to be a time when somebody has to say, Look, I'm not in a frame of mind to be able to drive you to the hospital when you bust your face on this deadly juniper. But it's not deadly to me. I jumped matter. on top of that thing three or four but times. You've never ridden a snowboard. It. it just it seemed at the time like a terrible idea. I was not that guy. I had my press badge because it was three thirty in the morning, and if the cops showed up for some reason, I had a camera. He and thought a badge, that that would make it better. And that would have made it all better. 
You got. But, we had no. like the side of the house. I don't know. You gotta see the picture. It was. It was a pretty awesome bunch of bullshit. It was pretty awesome bunch of bullshit. <laughs> there is a part right. where you can't find me because I've been shoved underneath a tigger into a bush. There, yeah, we did have a tigger out there, <laughs> just in case. Tiger. Uh, a tiger. Tiger. That's right. So, all right. Uh, thank you for listening. Email info at thejamal.com. Thejamal.com, of course. That's the website. Keeping it updated. Slowly cleaning up pages here and there, you know, changing things around a little bit. Just kind of Might be a bit nice before we see the next one of these. Yeah, I don't know. I'll try and definitely do one before South by Southwest or when I figure out what's going on. I do have a lot more time during the day now. So I'm going to try and use my season pass to get my snowboard on. Hopefully not hurt myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do shows uh, as we can here. And uh, yeah, subscribe and all that. Stitcher, you can hear the shows. Uh, but hang out on the social networks. I got an Instagram account now, Instagram.com slash the jam hole. Oh my god, social, I noticed that. Social media director of the the site, the other site I'm working on. They uh they recommended that I get on Instagram. Which is fine because I was using TwitPick for just random shit like that, and TwitPick is no more. So then I was just using Twitter and it would post somewhere, but it didn't give you a nice spot you could see them. It would just put them in tweets. I don't know if this makes sense to anybody, but you, so Instagram, it, it is, I, I fought it for as long as I, I thought I could, but sometimes. I still have no Twitter account. I still have no MySpace account. You don't need, you don't need those things. I'm the social media director. I'll, I will handle those things. Why is All it right. you think you can tell me what I can and can't you have? You can do whatever the fuck you want, personally. I'm, I'm, you do whatever. We'll have a poll. We'll see what people want you to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a great night. You are listening to The Jam Hole. 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 The